Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Tang, and today I am joined again by Glenn Schultz, who is the head of our agency mortgage prepayment modeling and strategy for MUFG. And today is Wednesday, June 14th. Glenn, it's nice to have you with us again. Hi, Ellen. My pleasure. and Thank you for having me. Of course. So as we always like to start off these pod- with these podcasts, we can talk a little bit about last month's remit data mm-hmm. that was released on Tuesday, June 6th. So kind of if we go through uh, what the report showed us the, as measured by the Fannie Mae 30-year prepayment, it reported that uh, 6.2 CPR was up uh, about 22% on a th- on month-over-month basis, well underperforming the business day count convention up 5% month-over-month. The 15-year sector reported a 7 CPR, which is up about 17% on a month-over-month basis. And then lastly, the Ginnie Mae sector, 30 and 15-year uh, prepayment reported around seven and a half and a little over 10, 10 CPR, respectively, also outperforming the day count convention. So after kind of, you know, running through that data point, I have two questions for you. Uh, the first one would be over the last two months, remit data has supported your turnover forecast, which is much higher than that of the market. So how confident are you that your turnover forecast will be realized? And then the second question would be May's month over month performance, you know, outperform the street consensus. So how did the Katana model that you have created perform with respect to its prediction? And to somewhat put you on the spot here, do you plan to publish the model's forecast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with regard to the first, uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident, confident really, that the spring summer turnover prepayment will likely come within our range between, you know, kind of the 8, 10, P, 10 CPR, you know, kind of turnover number there, um, albeit it's going to be at at the lower end of at the lower end of our forecast. I, I don't really follow street consensus much, but but from what I've read in, in kind of the financial press, it seems that kind of most other dealers or, or prepayment analysts have, have raised their turnover forecast based on what they've seen in the last couple of months. And that consensus seems to be closer to around uh, kind of the 6%, 8, 6% 8 CPR range. Um, so there is some convergence on, on the turnover point now between where our forecast is and, and where the street was. So they were kind of more like 4.6 and now they're 6.8. Uh, so, so that's where I think, you know, their high end and my low end are kind of coming together. Then with respect to the second, our prepayment model, you know, which we named it Katana, uh, predicted a month-over-month gain of 25%. So, you know, when you put it in context, you know, our, our model overshot the mark, but it sort of outperformed street consensus, which is, you know, based on their models. Uh, so, so those models had basically followed day count. Um, and so, you know, it, out, it it overshot, but I was pretty pleased with with where it was because the first time I saw that, I was kind of like, "Wow, that's a that's a big divergence between you know, kind of where where our model is and, and where the street was." Now, in terms of prepayments, I, I generally don't like put the model's prediction in client notes, kind of for for two reasons. The first reason is we don't put it in the client notes because. Really, the the focus of most of my work is making sure that Katana is running flawless 
on on a day-to-day basis because we we use that for our risk and then that enters into our financial reporting so that's the main thing for me and then we're on on our third major iteration of the model uh which is i'm i'm super pleased with it and so i think once we get that into production in q3 um we're going to start looking at you know what it would take for us to uh uh, to begin uh, to begin publishing that, so we're starting to hang the pieces around the prepayment model that we would need to be able to uh, to publish uh, publish our predictions. Got it. So last month, you know, you mentioned that you felt the basis was oversold, and current levels looked like a good entry point. Could you give us a refresh on what your view is on the basis today? Yeah, right. Well, to be fair, you know, I had felt that the upper end of the basis. Um, would be limited to around 180 basis points. And at that time, the basis had reached a high just around 170 basis points. So so I thought that was kind of a good entry point given where you know, I thought that the upper limit would be. Um, but there was adverse excursion against that forecast. You know, and the basis hit like an intra-month high last month like at 192 basis points, which is which had surprised me somewhat as you know, I kind of really view 180 basis points as kind of like a hard line, you know, beyond which, you know, the market is then signaling, you know, financial distress. So, so, so that kind of concerned me a little bit that we had, had even gotten to like 192, but still the basis rallied and now it's trading around 163 basis points, uh, which is really right on top of the 26 uh exponential it's 26 day exponential moving average so that really puts us in the middle of kind of the plus minus you know two standard deviation range that bollinger band range uh and i'm still holding to my forecast that the basis will close the year around 120 basis points so my reasoning for that's kind of based on the following first you know, there's there's an upward re- revision in terms of turnover. So we, we've seen that. That's going to favor, in my view, you know, an upward valuation, of kind of the four and a half and lower coupons. And and that represents the majority of, of the coupon stack. So so I think that would would pull the, the current coupon basis, you know, in somewhat. Right. And then and then the second is the bank liquidations have gone you know, far better than I had expected. And in my senses, they've, they've gone far better than, than the market had expected. Right. And, and now of course we're past the budget drama and and it appears there was little harm in terms of, uh, you know, any kind of negative ratings or or views attached to those negotiations. So, so I, I viewed that as very favorable. And then, and then finally, you know, I just feel the supply technical right now, favors uh, a tighter mortgage basis going forward. So, you know, given these three factors, you know, I, I, I feel I feel pretty good about a year-end prediction around 120 basis points, but, you know, we still have a, we still have a ways to go. So we'll, we'll see how it, how it plays out to year-end. Finally, where do you see value in the agency mortgage market right now? Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, um, you know, I'm a little bit like a, I think I feel like a broken record, right? So, you know, I favor the three and the three and a half low and, and moderate loan loan balance sectors. 
the three and three and a half Florida geo sector. Uh, that's kind of played out pretty well. Uh, and then the three and three and a half FICO sector. So those are those are where I've been kind of focusing. And, and that view hasn't changed much since November 22. So you know, that's why I feel a bit like a broken record. But but they have performed well, and and I just feel like those sectors provide the, a, a a reasonable trade off uh, between you know carry in the sense that you know they got a little bit higher than TBA sort of prepayments, and and the and the in the longer duration of say you know the two or two and a half coupon cohorts. So so I kind of think that that's the trade off um, that that makes the most sense. When 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 I look at the market, and so I'm kind of sticking with the sticking with those sectors for now until something changes on the prepay front, really. Fantastic. Well, Glenn, thank you very much as always for joining us on the podcast. Um, and on that front, we could feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And please reach out to your MUFG sales rep for any further information. Please check back soon for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.